Welcome back to the Euctropolis Podcast. I'm your host, James Hill. In this episode, we are going to explore the magic of musical canons, which is another way of saying a musical version of Follow the Leader, and why these canons have captivated us through the ages, what makes them so fun and fascinating. And as a bonus, I'm going to take you on a guided tour of my brand new teaching resource called Canon Club. Stick around. You know how sometimes things are hidden in plain sight? You know, those things that we see or experience every day that are some of the most beautiful things in our lives, and yet we sort of lose sight of them because we see them so often. Like, for example, the sunrise. Um, It's a staggeringly beautiful thing, and yet it happens every day, and after a while you sort of think, oh, well, there it is again. But if you stop and look at it, you're just blown away all over again by how incredibly awesome it is. I know this sounds a bit strange, but I sort of feel that way about the song Row, Row, Row Your Boat. <laughs> okay, it's, it's not <clears throat> not quite as awesome as a sunrise, I admit. But the idea is the same. You know, here's a song that I've heard and played thousands of times, and yet I'm still kind of amazed by it. I'm amazed by a few things. Number one, I really like the melody. I like those sort of triplets. I love the way they cascade, and it makes me think of water moving, like a waterfall or something. How the meaning of the lyrics is actually reflected in the music. I mean, that is great songwriting, right? I mean, whoever wrote this, whoever dreamt this up, was really tapped into something. And speaking of dreaming, I I love the lyrics. Um, Row, row, row your boat, gently down the stream. Mm, So far, so good. That could be anything. But then, merrily, 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 merrily. And then the twist. Life is but a dream. I mean, come on. (laughs) That is heavy. Life is but a dream. And here we are teaching kids and just sort of merrily singing this little tune, and and yet the sort of philosophy in it, and the sort of existentialism of that last line, it's just, just when you think everything is merry, life is but a dream. It's all an illusion. At the same time, you could say, life is wonderful, like a good dream. But we don't really stop to think about that line. It's probably best that we don't stop to think about that line, because there's so much in it. And I think this is why I don't really ever get tired of this song. I mean, okay, so I'm not teaching it to kindergartners every day of the week. Maybe that would be a different story. But I've never really tired of this melody and the way it meshes with its lyric. And so that brings us to today's topic, which is canons, musical canons, that fascinating and fun game of Follow the Leader in music. 
and this is a this is a game that has fascinated composers through the ages, from Bach and Mozart, who wrote very famous and and wonderful and mind-bogglingly complex canons, all the way through to you know our average classroom canon, Frère Jacques or Row 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 Your Boat. These are things that uh, fascinate all of us. In some ways, I think canons bring out the child in all of us. You know, we listen to canons with a kind of wide-eyed amazement that a single line of music can weave onto itself to create harmony. I mean, uh, Lorna McPhee wrote in uh, 1980, she wrote a wonderful article that I often direct people to when we're talking about canons. Lorna McPhee was one of the teachers who founded the school ukulele program in Langley, British Columbia, where I grew up. She mentored Peter Luongo, who went on to you know, do great things with the Langley Ukulele Ensemble. Lorna McPhee is Chalmers Doan's um, sister-in-law. So she did a ton of work um, spreading the good word about ukulele across Canada in the 70s and, and 80s. And she wrote this article in 1980. Uh, I'll link to it in the show notes so that you can check it out for yourself. And she says, among other things, that um, one of the main pedagogical reasons for using canons is the same one that has made them so popular in choral uh, teaching. She said, it's the easiest way to get students into part work early. In other words, we want students to play in harmony, but we don't necessarily have the time and the students don't have the skills to learn a whole bunch of different parts. So why not teach them one line of music that can uh, combine with itself. Lorna says, um, even though canons might be old hat to you, there's nothing to match the musical excitement that children receive from learning a single song and then suddenly having it become instant harmony. I think that is so right. And I only add to that that it's not just children. It's anyone who learns a single song and then has it suddenly become instant harmony, no matter how old or young you are, that is a thrill. It's a musical thrill to hear that happen and to be part of that as it happens. So what I want to do today is to introduce you to Canon Club. Canon Club is a project I've been working on since early in the pandemic, you know, when a lot of us were kind of sitting around going, what do we do now? Uh, one of the projects that I started into was Canon Club. The idea was to support teachers by giving them a whole set of new, fresh canons to go beyond Frere Jacques and my favorite, Row, Row, Row Your Boat, to go beyond those old favorites and to provide canons for teachers to use in classrooms online or in private lessons that would bring canons into the 21st century. And the way I did that was to write a bunch of canons, 12 altogether, in various styles. Some of them are folky, some of them are funky, some of them are rock and roll, uh, one of them is very jazzy. They sort of cover a whole range of styles, and this is really important, they have really fun play along backing tracks so that you get the feeling that you're playing with the band 
even if you're online, you still have a sense that you're playing with the band. And in this time of real distance and disconnection from one another, everything we can do to help students feel like they're connected to one another through music, that they're playing with the band, even if that means using backing tracks, I'm all for it. So let's take a tour. Let's jump into Canon Club, which is available starting today. This is the first day that it's available. I've been working on it for months, and it's finally available today. I hope you'll check it out at canonclub.ca. That's canonclub.ca. Let's have a listen to one of the earliest canons in the sequence. They start easy, and they get progressively harder. And uh, this one kind of is a variation on a theme. We've already talked about row, row, row your boat as kind of the, I would say, sort of the, the pinnacle of classroom ukulele canons. Well, let's listen to one called Row Down the River. Just a nice way to kick things off. It's just fun to play along with this. This melody only uses a handful of notes from the C major scale. And you might notice right away that the rhythm of the title is also the rhythm of the music. Listen. Row down the river. Row down the stream. Okay, or whatever you continue on with, because the title of the piece gives you a head start on the lyrics. This is really fun, and this is true for every single canon in the collection. The name of the canon could be, if you wanted it to be, could be the first line of lyrics. And then the rest is up to you and your students to figure out. The title gives you the head start. So built into these are enrichment activities and opportunities for creative, open-ended work. Let's have a listen to another one. Why not? On the topic of rhythmic titles, here's one called Piggies in the Front Yard. Yeah, let's go. tell whoever recorded these backing tracks was having a blast. And yes, that was me. <laughs> I'm still having fun. I'm grooving in my chair here as I'm listening. I hope you are too. Bring the beat back now.
Right. That is just fun. Just plain fun. And of course, under the hood, under the fun, is some real music pedagogy, some real ukulele teaching that's happening here as well. Um, these notes are all part of the pentatonic scale. In this case, you only need uh, two fingers to play the entire melody. And just to be really clear about what's going on here, there are two ukulele parts, but they're playing the same thing. One of them just starts ahead of the other. And when they combine, you get this nice harmony. And just to be super clear, let's have a listen to the ukulele parts just on their own. Just on their own, without the backing track, they would sound like this. sense, right? And you can hear that rhythmic aspect again, really clearly here. You'd have piggies in the front yard, piggies in the mud, or however you continue that lyrical head start. Piggies in the front yard. Now, what's really cool about the online sheet music that you get when you become a member of Canon Club is that it is dynamic and it's interactive. So you can speed up the music, you can slow down the music, you can loop certain sections for practice if you want, you can show or hide the notation or tablature, and really crucially for the discussion that we're having right now, you can also separate the audio parts. You can decide if you want to hear just the ukuleles, if you want to hear just the backing track, or if you want to hear the full mix with everything in together. So those interactive scores really bring this stuff to life in a way that goes even beyond having, you know, the MP3 backing track on your phone or on your stereo or something. Those interactive scores just take it to another level. So we're on a bit of a roll here. Why don't we just keep going? I'd love to show you uh, uh, some of the more uh, unusual canons and to show you the sort of range of styles um, that I'm covering in this resource. So let's go now to one that's a, a little less peppy. <laughs> I mean, I, I love high-energy music with lots of percussion and danceable, groovy kind of stuff, but that's not all there is in this collection. There's also, for example, one uh, that's called Life is a Box of Chocolates. <laughs> if you remember the film Forrest Gump, then you'll know where that line comes from. Life is a Box of Chocolates... You never know what you're going to get. Let's have a listen. What is it about canons that makes us feel philosophical. Life is but a dream. Life is a box of chocolates. <laughs> Maybe there's something about the sort of cyclical, repetitive nature of them that 
kind of puts us in that mindset. And if it does, then good. <laughs> I mean, we need all the mindfulness we can get. If this helps you and your students get in the zone, get into that reflective state of mind, it's all good. Life is a box of chocolates, and it's up to you to continue that lyric. See if you can finish that off. Whether it's just on your own or as a collaboration with your students, this lyric is like a box of chocolates. <laughs> you never know how it's going to turn out. And speaking of which, I hope that um, once you get into Canon Club, which also gives you access to the Euctropolis community, which is like our own social media platform where you can connect with me and all the other students on Eutropolis, as well as teachers. I hope you'll post some of your uh, results, you know, post your creative um, explorations around these canons. If you go in there and you make a comment right now, uh, you'll see a, a tag that is just for Canon Club. So if you have anything that you want to share, whether that's video, audio, lyrics, reflections, whatever, post it there in the community and tag it Canon Club and we can keep the conversation going. Okay, I think we have time for maybe one or two more samples as we do a quick flyover of this brand new resource just out today called Canon Club. If you can't tell, I'm really excited about it. I think it's going to be really fun to use. I'm looking forward to using it in my own teaching. And uh, I thought maybe I would just share with you a couple of the more advanced canons toward the end of the series. We started with major scale and pentatonic scale canons, but that's not all we've got. Uh, we've also got uh, some canons to explore that have more chromaticism, that have, uh, that have melodies that are based on the chromatic scale. And one of those is called Who's in the House? This one on its own, without the backing track, sounds a bit weird, I have to admit. So let's just listen to the ukulele parts on their own navigating this melody that is based on the chromatic scale. And then we'll put the backing track on and see if it makes a little more sense. Here we go. See what I mean? It sounds a bit sort of angular. And this, um, not to get too deep into this, but this brings up an interesting point, uh, and it's a discussion that often comes up with teachers, which is, why don't we just teach the chromatic scale first? Even before we teach the pentatonic scale. Or the major scale. Why don't we teach them all the notes? Why not do that? Because if they know the chromatic scale, then hey, they know the whole musical alphabet and the world is just their oyster. Well, sure, theoretically. <laughs> but in my experience, there is such a thing as too much of a good thing. There's such a thing as too much all at once. Uh, 
And when students know all of the notes that are possible on the ukulele, that doesn't mean that they know how to make them sound like music. You know, it doesn't go, Frere Jacques, Frere Jacques, Dormez-vous, Dormez-vous. You know, that is, that's not how the song goes. And we find that there aren't as many songs that are based on the chromatic scale as there are songs that are based on the pentatonic and the major scale. We find lots of songs that fall out of those scales, but not so many that sort of fall naturally out of the chromatic scale. The chromatic scale is more of a kind of like a concept that says this is all of the possibilities. It's really, it is like the alphabet of music, but you don't learn to speak by memorizing the letters of the alphabet, you know? So anyway, I'll leave that where it is. Those are my thoughts and feelings on it, uh, just for the record. But here we have a chromatic melody. Notes that are side by side on the fretboard. It combines with itself to create instant harmony. And even though that sounded a bit wonky, when we throw on the backing track, it's all going to make sense. It's all going to sound like this. symbol right there that that crash symbol is really important it is a secret signal to the teacher and to the students if they know to listen for it that this is the last time it's the musical checkered flag because you know these things repeat a lot and you can easily lose your place. Was that the third repeat or the fourth repeat? But if you listen for that cymbal crash, and there's only one in each backing track, that cymbal crash is your checkered flag and said, this is the last time around. So little things like that are built into the backing tracks to help you and your students just have the most fun with this that you can possibly have. Okay, one more preview. This is canon number 8 of 12 in the collection. This one is called Dance on the Floor and the Ceiling. Now that you know my theme of giving you the rhythm of the melody in the title, Dance on the Floor and the Ceiling. See if you can pick that out right off the top. Here it is. I 
If you listen closely, you'll hear one of my favorite details in this entire collection of pieces. Listen for the vibes, the vibraphone in the background. Right at the end of the phrase, you'll hear it play, there it goes, you'll hear it play this long descending duple figure against the triple time of the melody. Listen here. Here it goes. <laughs> That's just fun. And you heard the symbol, so you know this is the last time and the ending is coming. Oh boy, there are so many things I want to share with you. I know I said that was the last one, but let's keep the party going with one or two more samples here as we wrap up the episode on canons, the magic of musical canons, and the big launch of Canon Club. This is canon number 12. This one's called Have You Been to Kalamazoo? Have you been to Kalamazoo? It's all built right in. Very jazzy, chromatic kind of thing. And what about your students who really want to turn it up to 11. They really want some rock and roll. Well, there's one for them too. It's called Chicken and Fries. Yep. Chicken and Fries never sounded so rock and roll. Have a listen. single thread of melody that combines with itself to form instant harmony and that in turn is layered over top of a fun play-along backing track which you can control speed up slow down you can even watch the melody being played on a virtual fretboard you gotta check this out it's super cool it's super fun it brings canons into the 21st century for you and for your students. I hope you have a lot of fun with it, and I look forward to hearing what you and your students are able to do with this resource. Thanks for tuning in to the Euketropolis podcast. I'm your host, James Hill, and I'll be back again next week. And in the meantime, check out Canon Club. You can go to canonclub.ca canonclub.ca that'll take you where you need to go to learn all about this resource to access a free canon to get you started complete with the interactive score so you can test drive that and like all Euctropolis courses Canon Club comes with a 30 day guarantee if you don't love it within 30 days then just ask for your money back simple as that take care and until next week keep on strumming